All right, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to Talking Sports with P. Scott. I'm Prescott Kelly. Make sure to smash that five-star review button because if you don't, you're a buster with no rhyme or reason. So let's get into it. Death, taxes, and people who play the victim when they put themselves in harm's way themselves. Welcome back to Talking Sports with P. Scott. I am Prescott Kelly. Today is Wednesday, December 15th, and where I'm going to start this episode off with is National Signing Day. Why? Because I don't know anything goddamn about it. And it's weird to me how many people do. So to start off this conversation, to get this dialogue kicked off, for some perspective, I do not have a college football team. Okay, I'm a three-time college dropout from the same university, University of Alaska Anchorage. There is not one person listening to this who knows exactly what the hell I'm talking about. Not a one of you, unless you remember the Great Alaska Shootout and that being a thing and being a big thing in like the early 2000s. Then you might know what the hell I'm talking about. But I don't. Like I don't have a connection with college sports. I, I used to be a UT fan, a Longhorns fan. You know, my dad went to UT. So there was that, along with me being born in Texas. So like that just kind of happened. I kind of like Notre Dame for a bit because I am overwhelmingly Irish as far as, you know, my heredity is concerned. So there was that. There was that link to it. But it never stuck. The one thing I care about is Buffalo Bills football. It's the only thing I follow. It's the only thing I've ever followed from the age of five. Everything else has just been like, oh, yeah, I like them because of this. And then I grew up and I thought, oh, I only like this because of somebody else or something else. It wasn't because I actually enjoyed it. And I actually don't have a connection with this point. Now, if you did, if you went to a certain college and you graduated from there, and to me, it's a little odd, but I at least somewhat get you're proud of your university and you follow what they do. I, I get that. But stalking 16, 17-year-old kids on every single move that they do and hoping that they go to the universe that you used to go to seems a little weird to me. I'd like to think that I'm not the only person who feels that way. I feel like a lot of the people who are so obsessed with college football, like Chris Hansen is about to knock on your door. To catch a predator, they've already got the goddamn camera crew set up to bust you. It's weird to me. That you care so much about what a 16, 17, 18-year-old kid is doing. And signing day and how much is hyped up. Like, it's it's everybody's fault. When I was talking about the Brian Kelly and Lincoln Rally moves. Everybody let college football and college sports get to this. Universities and professional levels too. What they basically did is they wrap collegiate sports in the quote-unquote amateurism. It's not. It is a minor league farming system for professional leagues. That is exactly what it is. And everybody has let it get to this point. And again, on the on the, the topic of from last week with Lincoln Riley and Brian Kelly, I said, you know, we're holding college kids, high school kids at this point in time. They are still high school kids for this topic at this moment. And we are trying to hold them to higher standards than we do 40 through 60-year-old head coaches because we got guys like Dabo Sweeney saying the transfer portal is ruining things. And it's, it's okay, hold on, hold on. I got to find this quote real quick because I somebody posted this quote earlier and I laughed out loud. This is the great thing about podcasts. I can just pause it for a moment, find my shit, and then come back. So Dabo Sweeney had said, it's chaos right now. Tampering galore. Adults manipulating young men. 
education is like the last thing now. <laughs> that is so weird because the transfer portal is not that. Adults manipulating young men. That is not what the transfer portal is. That is what college football is. College football, recruitment, it's just sales. So when you lie to somebody, and guess what? You don't fulfill your promises. I want to get the hell out of Dodge. And I'm so glad that these kids are like 18, 19, 20 years old. If they're told something and it doesn't jive, it doesn't click, and it doesn't actually come to fruition, I am totally good with them saying, oh, okay, all right. So you get to leave and make millions right now. Well, I still got to wait for mine. And the only reason why you have your job is because of kids like me? Nah, nah, I'm out. I love that. I love that Transfer Portal has become such a utilized commodity for these young student-athletes. And to, other, to do this fairly, in almost every realm, this is not student athleticism. It is athletes going to colleges to make those universities money now so that they can make their money in just a few years because, of course, they are handcuffed to the system. Now, basketball is a little bit different. They have been able to find a little bit more of an avenue. But college football, you're locked in. If you want to go pro, you basically have to do this particular stair-step program to get to professional football. And to, to circle back to one final thing, I'm going to wrap up this college football thing in just a moment, but I had mentioned that one of the things that irritates me is when we hold literally kids to a higher degree of maturity than we do for grown adults who are supposed to be quote-unquote leading these young men when all they're doing is lying to fill their pockets. That's what it is. So again, I started this episode with signing day. I don't know anything about it. I don't know who any of these kids are. But apparently, the number one recruit is a cornerback, and he was originally going to go play at Florida State. And looks like he pulled the okie doke, decided to go to Jackson State, which is where Deion Sanders coaches. And what the reactions that I'm seeing is largely two-party. Because why would it be anything different? Why would it be any Fifty Shades of Grey? Nope, it's got to be black and white. It's got to be, he's an immature kid because he's tossing hats of those who recruited him. Or it's, hey, he's 18 years old. Let him just have fun with this moment. And I've seen the video. Everybody in this video at his high school is super hyped about how he did this and where he went. Good for him, man. And... It's weird because like when you see Florida State as a high-profile program, right? Jackson State was not. And it, I, would, I would still argue that it isn't currently. But Dion obviously puts them on the map. And me being somebody who doesn't look at things that they're just black and white and tries to see everything in its entirety, I think this is a good thing. You know, historically, black colleges... Didn't really get these types of guys. Like, Grambling had some good players. Grambling was, like, one of those HBCU schools that, like, kind of fluttered around college football relevancy, right? Like, Jackson State hasn't really been that. I don't remember ever hearing about Jackson State until Deion Sanders started coaching there. But the cool thing about it is this thing can go hand in hand, right? These, these universities didn't think that they could get these types of players, these number one and five-star recruits because they felt like they had to go to power five schools. And now Dion's kind of changing the map on that. 
again, as somebody who doesn't follow college football religiously, how good is Jackson State? I don't, I don't know. I think they were 11 and one this year. Whatever conference they play in, they won it. So obviously, Dion did something right. How good are they on a national scale? I don't know. But the point is, is that it's progress. It took somebody, a black power, a Hall of Fame cornerback, making sure that these kids had the opportunity and go to these HBCU schools. And now they're relevant. And I think it's a great thing for not just college football, but colleges in general, universities in general. If we're trying to get more on the, what we call is equality platform, for that to happen, there's going to be a swing on the other side. There has to be. And I'm really proud of what Dion's done at that university, snagging the number one recruit, and now there's going to be some buzz. You might see more highly touted, uh, highly touted uh, recruits go to these HBCU schools, and now it's just... Now, it's not just the SEC getting everybody. It's not just the Pac-10 getting everybody. Ah, college football is about to be a lot more fun. And we got prime time to thank for that. 